Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand. Walking in the early dawn to climb up in my stand. Hunting off the farm, wishing on some love. I've been on a big board for a while. America Roots Outdoors Radio. Hi, everybody. I'm the Red Bull Mike Race. We're joined by uh, Wayne Locke here in the studio. And Alex Rutledge joins us via the telephone from the Great Northwest Territory. Alex, how in the world are you today? I'm actually doing good, Red Bone. I'm sitting in my motel room. I'm working night shifts out in uh, a town called Toledo, Oregon. We're out here doing some work for Georgia Pacific. And, uh, man, it rains every day out here. And the temperature right now is in the high 40s, low 50s. And at night it's supposed to get down in the 30s. So I work from 6 o'clock in the evening until 7 o'clock in the morning with a crew of guys. And uh, it is absolutely beautiful out here. You know, I've never been to the Northwest. I've always wanted to go, and, and I guess the one reason I never have is because of what you mentioned, and that is the rain. I don't like rain, and I think I speak for most bald-headed people. We do not like rain. When when rain falls on your bald head, especially if it's in the 40s, it's cold. Yes, it is. It's, it's very cold out here, and if you get wet, we all know when you get wet, it's miserable. we got to wear rain suits out here, Wow! and uh, I'm telling you, everywhere, driving from the airport, we landed in Eugene, Oregon, and we drove an hour and a half up to Toledo. All the fields were super green, and some of the leaves are still on the trees out here. It's crazy. Really? Wow. You would think uh-huh. with the cool temperatures like that, that and down in the 30s, that... That wouldn't be the case, but I guess maybe the rain every day helps. Yeah. Wayne, I'm, you know, you, you like organic stuff, and everywhere you go, even the grocery stores, everybody's into this organic thing out here. Organic foods, organic cattle, everything. It's, 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 uh, it's really, really neat, neat perspective of how people think and live out here. Uh, there is some Trump supporters. I found a few out here, and... Uh, Let's touch a, on a different subject. They have quitted our president. Let's talk about that, Wayne. Well, I had some great news, I tell you what. It was a long time coming. I hope they learned their lessons. You know, yeah, But it doesn't sound like it. Uh, Nadler was just on last night saying that uh, he's going to start looking at uh, serving up some more subpoenas and continuing the, uh, uh, the president put the witch hunt. Yeah, then Adam Schiff has gone on the public record is saying we cannot allow the American people to determine the outcome of the next election. Let me and tell what you kind something. of sense does that make? Right. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you all something. I'm a Democrat. I'm a conservative Democrat. I have switched, and when it comes to national elections and state elections, my ticket is more for con- any conservative. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, but if you're a liberal, you will not have my support. I don't care who you are, what party you're in, and the whole purpose behind the way I believe is because of the Bible and because of God, our Creator. And I'm going to stand behind uh, politicians that stand firm for these beliefs. Your thoughts? Well, I agree with you. Like this morning, I was just watching the president. He was at the national prayer breakfast this morning, and he was ta- he, he touched base on a few subjects like that about uh, conservativeness and uh, uh, the evangelicals and uh, Christians and, you know, pretty much all religions, but the importance of, like, you know, protecting life, uh, unlike the liberals who now want to take and, uh, you know, uh, have abortions up to the third trimester, and even you got a crazy wackos out there that talk about doing it right after birth. You know, and he's, it's just crazy the way they're doing stuff. Redbone? Uh, you know, I... 
I mean, yeah, I, I am conservative. I used to believe that I was somewhat liberal, and, and being on the radio and in the, you know, for whatever it's worth, and Alex, you too, being in the entertainment industry, uh, there aren't a whole lot of conservatives. Most people in the entertainment industry are uh, lean toward the left, maybe not radical uh, left, but they lean toward the left. But uh, I, just, I just can't stomach the thought. I mean, I just really can't. Just getting older and maturing in the maturation process of being an adult. But I just, what they stand for, I just cannot understand why anybody would accept or, or stand on the platform they stand on. You know, and, and speaking of Redbone, of uh, a conservative on the radio, I do want to send some prayers out to uh, Rush Limbaugh, mm-hmm. who uh, just was announced uh, the other day that he is in stage four uh, lung cancer. Yeah. You know, but I want to, and Alex, I saw this on Facebook this morning. I hadn't thought about it. I didn't get to watch the State of the Union address because I was out uh, doing a ball game Monday night. But uh, how about President Trump getting all the Democrats in the Senate and the House to attend the ceremony to honor Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> he, snuck that, he snuck that right in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that is Trump and well, his finest right there. They awarded the the Medal of Honor, which is a very prestigious. And instead of doing it at the White House one day in private, he does it with all the Democrats present. And you know that it just had to, it just had to eat at them and probably still eating at them that they had to witness that. Well, here's my deal. You know, there's good Democrats out there, and, and oh, it sure. upsets me when, when I hear people say the Democrats, the Democrats. Let me tell you, the Democrats are actually are the ones that help get the president elected. There's a lot of Democrats, folks, that come out behind the woodwork that supported President Trump, and they still do. Uh, I was watching national news on Fox this morning of Democrats making and, and tweets. Democrats switching and keep it staying in the party, but they're going to vote for and support President Trump. They're tired of the actions of the liberal left politicians, Democrat and Republicans alike. So, hey, get ready. I really think that you're going to see an election that Trump's going to win bigger than he did the first time. Oh, yeah. I think, and I think the national media is beginning to catch on to that, Alex, because I was watching some of the stuff late Monday night when I did get back after the meeting. And they seem to kind of be coming into the fold, and, and that seems to be the narrative now of the national political pundits on TV, is that, you know, the Democrats, there's no way they can win this next election. They can't even decide who won the Iowa caucus. Oh, what a mess that is. <laughs> but they, want, but Barney, they want to run your, your government health care, and they can't even run an election in one state. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hillary, supposedly, Hillary Clinton's people that done all the... the uh, supportive uh, election counting or whatever uh, are the ones behind running the, the tolls or the, the tallies of the votes that came in the Iowa caucus. So think about that. I really think Bernie Sanders got ripped off. Well, you know, I, I don't know if you saw the latest statistics. About an hour ago, they got 97% of the precincts in, and Bernie Sanders is now only 0.2% away from uh, Pete Buttigieg. So don't be surprised yeah. if that last 3% come in and he maybe takes the lead. Yeah, very could well be. And 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 Joe Biden, who thought he had a shot, he's, Joe, on, he's, Joe, on, he's Joe only who? got 12% of the vote. <laughs> Joe, Joe who? Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, i got to say this. Sleepy uh, Joe. <laughs> again, I want to repeat this again. There's a lot of wonderful Democrats out there that, that are not liberals. They're conservatives, and, and they're all across our listening area. And uh, I just want to prove a point and, and ask a question. Uh, a lot of people will vote their party because their grandfather, their dad, and mom did. Mm-hmm. And what's happened here is, in the Democrat Party, from my observation, is 
the Democrat Party that I was raised with under the beliefs of my mother and father and ancestors, my roots, are not believing the way they believed. So we need to think about how we vote, no matter our party, because we've got to vote, if you're a Christian, for Christian and conservative values, Democrat or Republican alike, it don't matter. So my, my question is, you ready for this red bone, Wayne? If your grandpa jumps off a cliff, are you going to jump off a cliff, too? Only, if, your I'm grandpa, just, only if I'm saving him. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So right. think about this. It's time to make decisions on our own and not stick to the roots of our ancestors because it's changed to their values and beliefs to what it is now in the Democrat Party. Yeah, you got to vote for the individual candidates now. you just got to vote for the individual candidates. All right, now we need to go yep. to a break. I know we got a, a special guest we hope going to be joining us here in a few minutes. Yes, we do, and I'm not going to say who the person is in case he doesn't call in, but let me just give you a little hint. This person is very, very, probably the most patriotic country music entertainer in the industry, and he's a very personal friend, and we've turkey hunted together, and he spent nights at my place, and he's been in our area, so that's the surprise guest. He's supposed to call in at 1215. Everybody stand by. We'll be right back with more American Roots Outdoors after this. Hey, everybody, this is Michael Waddell with Bone Collector, and you're listening to my buddy Alex Rutledge on American Roots Outdoors, man. Don't miss an episode. Across the creek up a big old hill Year after year Got my hunting gear Welcome to American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. I'm the Red Bone Mike Crace. Wayne Locke is here. Alex, of course, is with us. And uh, Alex out in Oregon, out there standing in the rain while we're recording the show today. And um, Alex has got our special guest on the line. Alex, who we got? Everybody, as promised, I told you one of the most patriotic country music singers that I've ever met in my life. And a guy that truly loves uh, faith, his family, and the outdoors. Please welcome country music recording artist, Mr. Aaron Tippin. Welcome to the show, Aaron. Hey, Alex. What's happening, buddy? Hey, buddy, I hear you're down somewhere eating in Tennessee, you told us earlier. Here, tell us about the place you're eating at. Oh, man, I'm at a place, one of my, one of my favorite lunch spots here in uh, Cookville, Tennessee. It's it's Rip City, right off of I-40 right here, big intersection. And, man, I just love the barbecue here. I love our turkey, man. They got a great turkey and, and uh, our chicken. Boy, they got chicken just out of this world. I can bring you here one day, buddy. <laughs> Yes, sir, man. We we got to get together and uh, thump some old gobblers this spring and and have a reunion hunt. And yes, we do, Alex. So let's get that on the books, buddy. Yes, sir. We've been trying to do it, Aaron. And and what I was saying is, I remember some of the great stories, you know, uh, that your dad was sharing down there, and it, it's wonderful how he's in, he's uh, uh, encouraged you to be an outdoorsman and to be a, a very patriotic person. And, you know, I always tell everybody I know of all the country singers I've ever met in my life, Aaron Tippin is the most realistic person, patriotic man I've ever met in my life. And the real deal. And, and I'll get, bless you, buddy. Well, you, you, that's hey, man, you know, here's, here's how simple I am. I, I, I'm only smart enough to have one personality, and this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You know, on here with us, my brand manager, Wayne Locke, him and his wife, Renee, attended 
one of your conferences, and I know Wayne's chomping at the bit to tell you about this, and you'll remember it. Wayne, go ahead and ask him. Yeah, you were actually uh, the very first country music artist I ever went and saw. And uh, it was at the Bria no, Fair- Yeah, it was at the Bria Fairgrounds in Bria, Ohio. Uh, it was their country music fest, and I, I, I'm offhand. I can't remember oh, what year yeah. it was, but it it had to be early '90s, uh, maybe even yeah, it had to be somewhere in the early '90s. Yeah, early uh, '90s. That's, that'd be about right because yeah. I had black hair back then. <laughs> 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 but uh, I tell you what, all I know is I I, I got home and I, I told my wife I said uh, this, this was great i said i am hooked and uh from that point on it just was uh country in in my blood 100 percent through and through and I, I just don't listen to anything else and um i just want to say thank you for putting on such a great concert because it was a memory i'll never forget hey god bless you brother and i'll tell you you know i'm still blessed and uh can't believe you know this makes 30 years i've been touring and uh <laughs> and being out there and and it's here in Stories like that, and every night in the autograph line when I'm when I finish the show and saying hi to folks and and telling old stories about the last time we were together, and it just it thrills me, man. It's what I got left uh, in, in life and in this career is, is is great stories and great memories, and boy, I, that just keeps me rolling every day. You know, one thing I like, Aaron, is the fact that you you continue to do a lot of benefit stuff, and and you have performed. I think uh, here at K Country ninety five Radio, we do a benefit every spring for cystic fibrosis of West Plains. I think you've done that show twice. Yeah, and yeah. That, and then of course here about uh, what five six years ago you came <laughs> to Thayer, uh, Red White and Blue uh, Fireworks Festival, and spent a whole day with yeah. us and, and did a show that night, which was tremendous. And uh, I think I've seen you perform about five or six times now. So I stop and think about it. And every show is just spectacular. And there have been other artists that I've seen multiple times that one show is better than the other. Yours are always just good. It feels like you put your heart and soul every time you step on that stage. Well, bless you, man. And, you know, i got to say, it's kind of a stacked deck because that's kind of Aaron Tippett country over here, thanks to yeah. Alex Rutledge and you guys and all the music's been played in that part of the country. And, man, that's... You know, that's when uh, when it really happens is when the music's been played. And, and folks, you know, uh, you, you become a part of the community, even though you don't live there. But when it when it comes time for you to show up, man, and, and watching people sing along with the songs I've written, it just it, that is such a blessing. I mean, a blessing. That's got to be one of the ultimate thrills, I would think, as a songwriter performer, that when the crowd is singing the song louder than you are. It is. It is an absolute blessing. And it, you, know, you go, wow. It's important enough that they remember the words. Yeah. It's just incredible. As a songwriter, it's incredible. Yeah, man. I, I tell you, I think Redbone Wayne, uh, what makes him so successful is what I said earlier. He's real, and uh, I've, every concert I've been to with you, you stand in line until every person gets to shake your hand. And that impresses me. I've been with two other concerts, and I see people just sign a few things and, and leave. But you really appreciate your fans and your friends, Aaron. Well, I got to tell you, Alex, it, once again, man, I, I just really enjoy the people that uh, love this music, and I love being around them. So it is my chance at the end of the night, and I've done it for, night after night for 30 years, to just shake their hand and say, hey, thank you. Thank you for making my dream come true. It's it's just unbelievable that I've come this far, and I'm just, thank God and thank them. <laughs> I predict 
I predict, Wayne Redbone listeners, that Donald Trump will have you at the White House singing because you're so bad. <laughs> I do. I do. Well, I don't know. But, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, man, I, I, uh, I, I guess the biggest thrill in, in speaking of something like that is I do get the opportunity, had the opportunity over the years to entertain our troops. And, man, that is a blessing beyond compare. But I've been downrange and, and had the opportunity to see our guys and gals firsthand being highly professional, brave, and and, uh, and merciful warriors that they are. And I've had that opportunity to see it up close and personal, and, man, I'm, I'm blessed for that. And I get to I get to get on my little soapbox and, and crow for our troops, and, man, I'm, I'm proud to do it. That's another thing that goes back to your success because you're being real and you're appreciative of this great country and our military and our veterans. And uh, what a great Amen. show we're having. What a great show we're having, Redbone and Wayne. Yeah, it is, and it's about time for us to take a break here. And, and I know, you know, over the past few weeks, Alex, with our guest on, we'd like to go back and we'd like to pick at their roots, find out where they came from, and, and kind of hear their story. When we come back in the next segment, I'd like to do that with Aaron. Would that be okay? Huge, yeah. All right, folks, we'll be back. More American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge in just a minute. Right here, right now, this is Chancey Walters listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge, the Ozark Herd Bull. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge. We have Alex Rutledge on the phone, Mike Crace in the studio, I'm Wayne Locke, and we have a special guest on the line with us still, Aaron Tippin. Aaron, we were just hey, talking hey, to... Hey, hey, again, boys. <laughs> Aaron Tippin, everybody, is in Cookville, Tennessee, at a famous barbecue place, and I'm going to go down there and eat with you one day, but I can't wait. I can almost smell those barbecue ribs right now, that turkey breast. <laughs> 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 you got you got sauce on those ribs, or are you eating them dry? <laughs> but anyway, we we talked a little bit about you was born in South Carolina, and you talked about your father, talked about him teaching you how to squirrel hunt, and uh, you, you're obsessed with turkey hunting. I know we've hunted together many times, and uh, let's talk about Aaron Tippin's roots of how he got into music and about your. High school. Let's talk about high school. Same well, yeah, and, and honestly, Alex, here's you know some folks may realize this or not, but but I had no ambitions whatsoever to be in the music business. I mean, that was just the furthest thing from my mind. Really? And uh, oh man, I was a professional airplane pilot. You know, I I soloed when I was on my 16th birthday. And by the time I was 18, I was multi-engine commercial instrument rated pilot. Uh, I'm also a helicopter qualified pilot. Um, I'm also a flight instructor, and I'm also a licensed aircraft mechanic. Wow! So you know, I meant to be in aviation. I didn't mean <laughs> I did not mean to pick up guitar and start making a living. It just—it's one of the things that just happened. Just God had another plan, and and for once, I didn't resist him much. Just kind of let you know, uh, rolled on down the road like he wanted me to, and this is what it turned out to be. You know, but uh, I, I'm blessed by the fact that that I didn't know I I had songwriting in me, you know, and, and had the ability to write a song. And I think that's it. I mean, my singing, yeah. You know, well, there's singers like me a dime a dozen, but I think the songs is what made Aaron Tippin, you know, the success he's been is is having the songs. And 
So, you know, uh, being a songwriter, I, I just didn't know it was in me. But, you know, when the energy crunch of the late 70s came along and I realized I wasn't going to make it to be an airline captain like I wanted to, I just kind of turned in my wings and said, yeah, I think I've had enough of this, and I walked off. And, well, I, you know, next best, what I liked, well, I played a little banjo, and I thought, well, why don't I why don't I just pick a grin and, and honky-tonks at night and then uh, run a bulldozer for my buddy in the daytime. So that's what I did. <laughs> wow. Wow! Now, 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 you played guitar in the seventies. How old was you then? Well, I, um, you know, uh, back in a, I was playing banjo probably in the in the in mid seventies. You know, and in high school, being from the Appalachians where I grew up, you know, I um, I really fell in love with bluegrass music. I mean, I fell in love with it. And uh, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, another musician pal, he gave lessons and stuff, guitar and fiddle and banjo and. I was just very attracted to a banjo, and so uh, he taught me how to play. And you know, so then we played a little bluegrass band on the side. Then when I quit flying for a living, you know, I I, I went to my band guys and said, "Hey, well, why don't we start playing the clubs?" You know, a little bit. And they said, "Well, Aaron, ain't nobody gonna pay us to play bluegrass." And I don't, don't forget that. And I said, "Well, let's play country music." And so we did. We learned a bunch of country songs, and most of the guys in the band that. Um, you know, joined in with us, and we started from there. You know, and, and the Darby Hill Band, and uh, and we, uh, you know, we we we, um, we did that, and and uh, you know, just one thing led to another, and uh, finally, um, you know, I always I was I was married my first marriage then, and, and had a child, and and folks would say, Aaron, you ought to go to Nashville. You ought to go to Nashville. I said, I can't. I said, I need a job. I need to uh, keep my family up, and anyway, so. Uh, Time rolled by, and finally my first wife threw me out. <laughs> that was very justifiable. <laughs> and uh, and I had no excuse not to go on to Nashville and take you out. And so I did, pack my car. Uh, my old car, Daisy, the same uh, car that I wrote my song, Ain't Nothing Wrong Radio About, with Buddy Brock. <laughs> and uh, and piled her up. It was a $400 uh, uh, Toyota Corolla station wagon, 1975. <laughs> and... Uh, and I we rode that I rode that baby to Nashville and got a job welding and uh, that's where it all kind of started from. Just kept working and working and working and working and working until I finally got hired as a staff rider for A Cup Rose. And then uh, you know uh, yeah, a few years later got off a record deal by RCA and the rest is history. Yeah, I was going to ask which came wow. first, the songwriting or the or the singing. Uh, so obviously the songwriting is kind of where you made your name and then used that to move on to the stage. Well, it kind of, you know, uh, I, I actually, you know, to start off with, I was on a show called You Can Be a Star. Oh, yeah. In the old TNN days. Yeah, I remember that I was show. on that show. Really? And, uh, and this is back when I was singing, you know, and thought I, I thought I was a pretty good singer, but that's because I ne- never met no real good singer. <laughs> and so, so anyway, um, I ended up on that show, and uh, it, um, I, I won my won my daily. They had a daily, a weekly winner, and then a monthly winner, and then the 12 mm-hmm. monthly winners went against each other to win the championship of the year. But anyway, I didn't even make it to the weekly. I mean, I got bumped. <laughs> so I remember I was packing up my stuff and uh, getting ready to head to head back to South Carolina, and Jeannie C. Riley was one of my judges. And Jeannie C., um, as I was had my tail between my legs and my suitcase in my hand, headed out to the parking lot, she stopped me. She said, Aaron, she said, I know you didn't. You didn't win today, she said, but you know what? She said, you got a unique sound. 
she said, you ought to think about coming up here and getting into business. And I, I just said, yes, ma'am. And I went home, quit my job welding there, turned around, came back, <laughs> took a job welding up in Kentucky, and uh, and just started um, going out in Nashville where I had a few friends, and, and I'd start writing songs and, and uh, just trying to trying to get a record deal. And, you know, lo and behold, got a got signed as, as a staff writer to A Cup Rose. And then like five, five years later, I finally got a record deal, RCA. That's kind of the music, the country music dream right there. And, and the way it goes so many times, and, and Aaron, I know you know so many people in the country music world, there are so many people that can tell that very same story, maybe different people, different places, but basically it's the same story. And, and I guess the story is you got to put in the work, you got to pay your dues to get there. Amen to that. Uh, amen to that. Uh, you know, my, like my youngest son, he's down in Nashville, and he's doing, you know, every, every. Um, you know, we talk to him almost every day. And I say, how's it going? Oh, man, it's been a tough day right now. I just don't feel like I contributed by the hour. I was working hard at this one. Or, hey, I'm on this new song. And I always tell him, I said, Tom, you're doing all you can do, and that is work at it every single day. Yeah. And he's doing it, and you're, you're exactly right. That's how you do it, and you build relationships. I mean, when RCA signed me, it wasn't just, uh, um, you know, a, a freak accident. You know, one of my songs was over there uh, trying to pitch to Clint Black, and and, uh, and I had to sing my own demos because I couldn't afford Joe Dippy just $30 <laughs> to sing a song. Because <laughs> that's who I would have had sing my demos. Hey, so and, Clint- uh, and so I was singing them myself, and the A&R lady said, Wow, she turned my song off, and to my song plugger, she turned it off and said, "Wow, who is that hillbilly?" <laughs> and he said, "Oh, you know, it's that little muscle guy down there at, at the uh, at the who works down there with us. You know, it's Aaron Tipping guy." She said, "Oh, wow, see, he's got a unique voice, man. I, I want to have lunch with this guy." And so we did, and that's where it all started. But it was a relationship that I had with my song plugger, and and a relationship that. That everybody knew who I was. I was a little muscle guy that, that was riding for A Cup Rose, you know. And so it just one thing led to another, and that's that is that is how it happens. You just got to go get in it, and and never ever give up. Yep. Got I have a question for you, Aaron. <laughs> each story, each story that you're sharing with us, does your mind reflect back and see some of the things that you went through as you're telling the story? I'm sorry, say it again, Alex. As you're reflecting back and telling us these stories about meeting this person, that person, the Jeannie C. Riley, don't it make you feel good to go back and, and see that in your memory? Absolutely, buddy. You know, it's just, and and uh, even though I've told her in person, I'm not sure she realizes she was the she was the straw that broke the camel's back. Hmm. And uh, and and I, I I went home and turned right around and came back to Nashville. Thanks to her, you know, and I'd had influences from other folks too. Charlie Monk, and uh, you know, uh, Charlie Monk was a big champion of mine. He was the first publisher that ever gave me a place to write songs. You know, a warm place in the wintertime and a cool place in the summer. And uh, he's certainly one of my first champions. And and uh, you know, it's just stuff like that, that that helped me keep moving and keep struggling and keep, wow. keep going and learning my craft. And Alex, what you- a story, Wayne. What a story, Redbone. Aaron Tippin, you would never think Aaron Tippin would be driving a Toyota station wagon, eating peanut butter and jelly and bologna sandwiches, you know. But hey, and they're still good. And welding, 
that's what makes you so popular, man. You've been there and you've done that. And uh, what a great show we're having. And we're going to go take a, a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap this show up with Aaron on some other stuff that you don't want to miss. You listen to American Roots Outdoors. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more right after this. Hey, this is Eddie Salter, and you listen to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutgers and friends. American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. Down the Red Bull, Mike Trace. We have Aaron Tippin on the line. Wayne Locks in the studio. Alex Rutledge is on the line from Oregon where it's raining. And um, Alex, we didn't mention earlier as we record this on Thursday. It actually snowed here this morning. Uh, but here we are, uh, your early afternoon, and it's already gone. So not a big deal. And I know it's been raining all week in Tennessee. I got a friend over in East Tennessee said it's been raining in Tennessee all week long. Is that where you are? Well, I know you're in Tennessee today, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, we are. You know, we're getting some rain, but they're talking about snow tonight. Oh, boy. Well, Tennessee Tennessee doesn't usually get snow. Well, uh, we get some, but it ain't nothing like you guys get, that's for sure. Right, so when we left off in the last segment, you were talking, and I've got to ask this one quick question. I know Wayne's probably got a question, but you were talking about, uh, you know, how you kind of got started in the music business. And my question i got to ask you, Aaron, uh, you, you were talking about one of your songs was being pitched to Clint Black. Did Clint, uh, did Clint record the song? No, it ended up coming back to me because um, uh, the deal worked out, you know, and, and okay. RCA signed me. And so um, I said, you know, I kind of like that song. I think I'll take it back. Well, what, 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 <laughs> what song was it? Um, you know, I can't even remember now oh, wow. what, what song it was. But uh, it was one that I, I thought would, would, would be good on my album. And so that's that's kind of how it happened. And, 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 and you know, they could have... They could have very well said, I'd probably been smart if I'd let Clint cut it, I'd have made more money. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it, you know, it just one I thought I needed back uh, for uh, for a have a hit album, and uh, grace of God, we had one. <laughs> a big hit album. I don't, I don't, a lot of people remember back in, in those times, we're talking uh, uh, late 80s, early 90s. I mean, it didn't get any bigger than Aaron Tippin. Well, I, well, I can say that, boys, it's, even a blind hog gets an acre once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Aaron, you had uh, talking earlier about uh, you know picking up the banjo and you know the learning the banjo and and your love for the band. Do you still play the banjo? Do you get up on stage and and uh, play it? You know, it's hanging on my wall. And the other night, Tom came in and started playing some bluegrass. And I thought, man, I need to get that banjo down, get my get my patterns back going again, and get my get my chops up. I ain't played it forever. Oh, yeah, see, I love banjo music. Anything with banjo in it, I love. Except there's only one time I can say that I probably never, ever, ever want to hear banjo music. And that's when I'm canoeing down a river. When... <laughs> <laughs> yep. That will make me I canoe gotta, a lot I faster. <laughs> i got to share a quick Aaron Tippin story with you guys. When Aaron come in to play the trail ride at uh, Eminence, Missouri... I was telling Aaron about the, the Ozark Trading Post in Mountain View, and they got all these musical instruments. And uh, I'm always bringing somebody in there. Aaron come in wearing a cap and sunglasses and stuff, and we're always pulling tricks on people like that. They don't know who they are until they get to play or something. We bought a, I believe you bought a trumpet, didn't you? Yes, sure did, man. Sure did. I remember well, that Bob, very well. Yep, Bob Tate, and you come in there and... Uh, it just blowed everybody's minds. And another thing that sticks out in my mind when you came to our place with us, that 
We was cooking well, dinner Porter, there. And Porter, and Porter Wagner was from there. And, you know, Porter was my biggest uh, country star in my life. I mean, Carroll County Accident is my favorite country song of all time. Hmm. And, wow. You know, so, you know, I, that was kind of cool. I said, well, I'm in Porter's town. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. He, anyway. he actually, his bass guitar player, upright bass player and, and uh, steel guitar player was Granville Nichols. He was from Winona, Missouri. He attended church with me. Granville just passed away three or four months ago, oh. several months ago. But uh, he's in the book with Porter Wagner. But what I wanted to say before this is that uh, Linda was fixing dinner, and uh, Aaron said, "Linda said I gotta go to Walmart and get some stuff." And Aaron said, "Well, Linda Bird, I'll just go with you." Linda, it blew Linda's mind. So they go to Walmart, everybody, and they go into Walmart. Everybody started noticing Aaron, and they just swarmed him in there. <laughs> and Aaron made time for every person get a picture with him in Walmart. They're, they're still talking about that, Aaron. Again, I can't praise you enough for being real. Oh, brother, cheap man. I'm just who I am, and what another blessed day in my life to get to meet that many people and shake a hand and, and see a smile. That's awesome. I'm blessed. Here, here's one more question for you. I apologize for jumping out of line here asking the question to Redbone and, and uh, Wayne. Uh, to everybody out there that, that may want to chase a music career, uh, what's your advice to them, people that may be listening here? I can say this very simple. Love it. Love it and love it when it hurts and love it when it's good. There's going to be good days in your musical career and there's going to be bad days, but you better love it first of all. Don't, don't worry about how much money you're going to make. You worry about how much you love it and try to work on writing and singing the greatest songs ever. Wow. You know, you know, Alex, I think you there can you apply go. that to just about anything in the world that you want to do. If you're not loving it, Amen. you better just go do something else. Hey, that's right. Amen. Amen to it. That's exactly right, man. Make sure you love it. I have a friend that got an opportunity to play college baseball when he came out of high school in 1979. And we all thought that, that, that Dave, Dave Hagenbrock was his name. We thought he was the next Babe Ruth when we were in high school. And he played four years of major college Division One baseball, and he got drafted all three years. I mean, his freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior years of college. But he never did go pro. And, and 20 years later, I had an opportunity to talk to him. I said, Dave, why didn't you ever try to make it in the majors? And he said, I didn't love it anymore. He said, I was tired. Yep. I was, he said, college yep. taught me how much of a job it is. And he said, it just wasn't in my heart to play ball anymore. I wanted to move on with my life. And it's the same way with the music industry. If you don't love it, and it's something that you just absolutely cannot do without, then you better pursue Amen. it. But if it's, if it's something you just want to do as a sidelight, Aaron, you know very well, it's not anything that's going to work. I, I couldn't have said it better, and that is right. It isn't anything you do in life. And, uh, you know, that's, that's just what, that's just how it works. And that's, that's, that's what you do. You get committed to something and, and you go, you run with it. Hey guys, we've got another bonus segment coming up after this. Wayne's going to talk about it, but what we're going to talk about in the bonus segment is the 30 years in, in the business. And we're going to talk about uh, some other stuff that you cannot hear unless you go to the bonus segment. And uh, we're going to talk about explain the bonus segment real, real quick to all the listeners, Wayne. Yeah, all you got to do is go to your favorite uh, podcast carrier. Uh, we're on Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Alexa, and uh, follow us there. You'll hear the bonus segment that you're not going to hear on the radio. Uh, also, just real quickly, we also are giving away an AR, 
ARO turkey package valued over $100. All you have to do is leave a review on the podcast, and uh, you'll be entered automatically in for that drawing. We're going to do that drawing at the NWTF convention. But, Alex, I got good news for you that you were just about to hear now, and that is we just today got accepted on Pandora. So Pandora now carries our podcast. Wow. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Congratulations, boys. Thank you. That's good. That's good. All right, folks, we need to wrap it up. Alex, we need to wrap up the radio show for today. Yeah, upcoming segment, uh, 30 years in the music business. Also, Aaron Tippins, we're going to talk about his uh, upcoming schedules and events coming up. Uh, I want to thank you, Aaron, for being on the show. Man, you're a true brother. I love you, love you. You're my favorite country singer. Uh, and uh, I hope if, if I pass away before you, I want to ask you right now to carry me to my grave. I want you to be one of my pallbearers. And I really, really mean that. <laughs> Brother, no, I don't want to hear no talk like that. Cause you well, I'm be just dead. saying, that's how much I think of you. I would well, I love you, brother, and you know yeah. that. And thank you for having me on the show today. And guys, all y'all, man, thank you. And congratulations on how well this is going. And, man, it's just going to get bigger and better. God bless y'all. Yep. Thank y'all. You're listening to American Roots Outdoors. Go to the bonus segment, sign up for the, the app. And remember this, when your roots are deep and strong, there is no reason to fear the wind. So you never got to worry what the wind might do. American Roots. Thank you for joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge. This is the bonus segment for all you podcast listeners. In the studio, we have Mike Grace, Alex Rutledge on the phone. He's way up in the northwest of the United States. And our special guest continuing is Aaron Tippin. Welcome back, Aaron. Hey, hey, guys. Thank you all for letting me do the bonus, man. This is cool. It's an honor to have you back in this bonus segment, uh, Aaron. You've been 30-some years in the music industry. Let's talk about that. What do you got going on? You got something big coming out? Oh, man, first of all, you know, um, we're, we're going big guns again this year. We got the, the show out. First of all, this is 30 years for Aaron Tipp and touring. So that's pretty exciting. Wow. Man, out there with my two buddies, Sammy Kershaw and Colin Ray, doing a show called Roots and Boots. And, wow. and, man, I'm t- and it is awesome. Rocking songs of the 90s, man. We just get out there and do our hits. And it's really cool, and it's going all over America, man. Hope it's going to get close to, to folks out there listening. Please come see the show. You will, you'll love it. It will take you back to the '90s, and, and we will have an awesome time. You know, Aaron, you uh, you have played the cystic fibrosis concert I mentioned in West Plains uh, two or three different times. Colin Ray has also played on that show, and uh, what a tremendous singer he is. And, of course, he's an Arkansas boy. You know, he's from right down the road from here. And he is one of the finest singers and gentlemen in the country music business. Absolutely. Let me tell you, Colin Ray is one of the finest men I know. And, man... I hate him. He sings like a bird. <laughs> it's, just, it's so different than the first time I ever heard him. He's still crowing out those big notes at way at the top of the scale. He's awesome, man. And I get to sit there or stand off stage and watch him every night. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm just a fan. Yeah, when y'all do that show, do do all three of you ever take the stage together? Do you do you always share the? Stage? Oh yes, we do. Yes, we do. And see, there's, there's a couple of variations. Sometimes it's the. Uh, Roots and Boots Acoustic, where we're all three sitting out there together and just 
just doing a song swap, you know, and go do a round robin. And everybody plays a song, you know. But and then there's one we do with a full band, and it's a, like a ten piece band, man. It's huge stage, and and uh, we come out uh, together and do some songs, and then we individually do our hits, and then back out again. So it's just really something cool. You you got to come see it. It's I, I guarantee you, if you come to this show, it, it's like a, it's like a box match. You are never coming off the ropes, man. It keeps you on your heels the whole time. Does Sammy Kershaw do the double wide trailer song? Oh, does he ever? <laughs> you know, there's there's another one of my buddies. You know, a long time. Me and Sammy came out pretty close at the same time, and uh, and you know he he is he's always so great at picking great songs. And man, that's when you hear Sammy, man, he's just got a slew of great hits. I tell you, one thing I do want to find out for sure because I definitely want to attend this concert because all those artists that you are touring with right now are some might. Favorite artists from the '90s, and I'm glad to see that that is still going strong because the '90s music, to me, for all my friends, that is what got people into country music. That the pop music and that was going on, and we all kind of like, you know. So the, the country music that you guys were singing back then brought so many people in, and then you look at today's country artists, you can almost hear that being reflected back in their music that they're releasing now. It has some of that '90s country sound, and it's so glad to see that coming back. Well, it, it was a great time, I can tell you that for sure. You know, the 90s, I wrote a song on one of my albums back then. It says, I was there the day that country took the throne. And, man, mm-hmm. the country music was rampant, buddy. It, it was everybody was into it. And those were great days. And me and Sammy and Colin and Mark Chestnut and Joe Diffie and, uh, you know, plenty others got to live the greatest days of country music, man. And we, we got that in our pockets. And, and we, you know, I, I shine that little badge a lot. You know, because I'm pretty proud that, that in that day I was there at the right time and I got to see a lot of cool stuff happen to country music. Well, I can't wait to attend this concert with you guys. i got to find out what the nearest place is. I mean, I want to encourage all of our listeners to attend this, this concert because, man, it's bringing back some awesome memories of you guys when you was on tour in the earlier days. And uh, it's bringing oh, yeah, back... Yeah. Okay, and, 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 you know, and, and just go to AaronTippin.com, check my tour schedule. It's on there. Or you can go to Sammy, check this. Go to Collins, check this. And But, you know, we just got so many things happening this year. My 30th year is this year. And, you know, and we got, you know, we got, a, we, we've already had a couple of wines at my 25-year um, celebration of 25 years. We we did a, a cherry wine. We, first, we did a, a blackberry, which really went over good. And then, uh, and then we moved on to uh, do some cherry, kiss this cherry wine. And the kind of a cool thing we 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 got where we named the wines after after uh, one of the songs, and you know, so now we're working on a new flavor. Can't give you all the details yet, but it's going to be great. And man, I just got to got to try this stuff. It's awesome. Now, let's talk about your winery real quick in just a few minutes before we wrap this up. How long have you been making wine? I got to see your winery, and man, it, it's beautiful. And I got to taste your peach wine. And so oh yeah, wine. yeah, man, they you know, and I. Had- you know, and I hadn't, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't, um, uh, you know, had the chance to to teach how we hooked up with uh, with uh, Stonehouse Winery in Crossville, Tennessee. And Stonehouse, of course, you know, they got they got a, a, a barrel room that's you know thousand gallon vats of wine at a time. You know, so we're we're making wine on a scale I never could do it. My little winery back at the farm, the one that you saw, 
And uh, yeah. but man, it is awesome getting the opportunity to be co winemaker. You know, I get to go in and like every week or every ten days or two weeks, I go in and we check the wine, we make sure it's you know that it's fermenting like it should, and you know, and we're racking and swapping tanks, you know, to keep to, to let the the settlings out of the wine out and 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 refresh it into a new tank. So it's just really it's cool and fun, and you know, and if you're into that, which I really am, and I just really love. The look on somebody's face when you pour them a little bit of that Aaron Tippin wine, that the one we're working on right now is that cherry, and when they take a sip of it and go, wow, this is great, it's just a moment you, you, you can't buy. I've got to definitely order some of that. That blackberry is my wife's favorite uh, flavor, and we have an anniversary coming up, so I think I may uh, order a few bottles of that and have it brought in for our anniversary. She loves blackberries. That sounds like a great idea to me. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, Aaron. Aaron, what distributors, where, where, where can people find your wine at? Well, the, the, you know, you can, uh, there's, there's several ways you can do it. If, uh, they can go to, first of all, go to stonehousewinery.com. It'll tell you, you know, where you can order and how you can order. You can call the girls at the uh, uh, in the tasting room, they'll be glad to take your order. And uh, now, there are some states may not allow it or may allow it. And if and if not, you know, uh, you, you um, then you, you come down to a winery right here in Tennessee. And believe me, if you want to have a fun trip, you're making a trip to Nashville to see uh, the sights and sounds of Nashville. It's only about 60 miles east of town. A beautiful winery, beautiful gift shop, and and candy shop and cheese shop. It's just incredible, and and find the nicest people. You're ever gonna meet the Ramsey's family in, in the community where we live own this winery and have owned it for 30 years now, and and they are just the most hospitable people you ever want to meet. Well, Matt, you're going to be in Nashville next week with the uh, with the wife of the NWTF, so that may be something I may put on the schedule there. Well, we will have to get together. Maybe I can meet you up there and introduce you to everybody. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be great. You know, the NWTF National Convention is coming up. Uh, next weekend, uh, it's going to be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. They're not doing it on Sundays. And will you be at the NWTF or are you booked somewhere? I think I'm booked, buddy. Afraid so. Well, but I, I, I always love to go to it. You know, I'm, that's usually where me and you make our, our first yep. stop and talk about uh, strutting around and, and strutting in turkeys. So that's usually yep. where we make our first appearance and go, yeah, yeah, let's get together. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I want everybody on here that's listening to follow these guys. Check out this winery uh, if you're ever in the Nashville area. And let's support this 30-year celebration with Aaron. And also attend the concerts of the three guys getting together. Yeah, new music coming, too. New music coming, too. I just want to say we're working on a a new uh, little EP. It'll be about um, five or six songs, but it's all new stuff. And just get a chance to see the old guy still at it. There you have it, Redbone. Yep, that's going to wrap it up. Aaron Tippin, thank you for being with us today. We learned a lot about Aaron Tippin, and we'll look forward to seeing you down the road. God bless you guys. See you later. That'll wrap it up for our podcast for today. Thank you for joining us on the podcast, and be sure you join us again next week to find out who our special guest is on American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rowe.